we've all made a response today. Paul stood up here with the families and he asked them, are you willing and are you going to bring your child up in God's, God's ways? And they all said, I do or I will. And then he turned to us and he, this is what he says, do you as family, friends and members of Breed City Church acknowledge and accept the responsibility together with these parents of teaching and training these children in being brought up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord if so, will you signify your acceptance of this responsibility by saying after me, we do? And then you all, or maybe most of you said, we do. Am I right? I heard most of you say it. So the majority of us this morning responded. The majority of us this morning said, yeah, I, I'm, I'm up for it. I want to help in bringing these kids up and, and in being an example and helping these parents to bring their children up so that they know God and know how to live their life as a Christian life. Well, why did we do that? Why did we? Did you do it because you'd been invited to come? And so you thought, well, I better join in because they've asked me to come and they're going to feed me a bit later. Did, did you do it because, yeah, yeah, I, I'm really up for this. I genuinely mean it. I want to help these family. They're my friends. I want to stand with them with whatever they believe, whether I believe it or not. I want to support them and encourage them. Did, did you just do it because the person next to you did it and you thought, I'm quite embarrassed and I don't quite know what to do, so I better, they've made us stand up, I'm standing up now, so I'm just going to say, I'm just going to join in and say we do. Why do we do these things? Why do we say, yes, we will? Sometimes it's out of a real deep conviction of, yes, this is what I'm going to do. Sometimes it's just because, well, well, everyone else did it. So, so, so that's why I did it. But this morning, I want to talk to you about the importance of lining up what we say with what we do and why that's so important on such a Sunday as this, as dedications, when we look to stand with and support these families, but also why it's important just in everyday life. You may be sitting here this morning thinking, oh, dedication Sunday, I don't have children, I'm not at that stage of life, but I'm just going to turn off. But this morning, I want to say to you, God wants you to be an example everywhere that you are. You can be an example no matter where you are. And that's what I want to talk to you about this morning. That what you say lines up with what you do. That you be an example to those around you. And the first thing I want to talk to you about is copycats. Now, I worked in a primary school for about 15 years. And one of the biggest things that children would come to you with say such and such is copying me and you'd just be like and what at this point do you want me to do and and then children would play this game this one is the most annoying game I think in the world where whatever you say they just say the same thing back so it ends up going stop copying me stop copying me stop copying me stop copying me stop and children have this thing about just being copycats some siblings in the room are probably thinking yep I'm going to play this with you later. <laughs> and it's just the most annoying game in the world, that just copying one another. But actually, children are copycats. They will copy what we do. As humans, we copy. We, we, copy, um, we copy fashion. People say, this, this is the fashion of the season, so we all run to the shops and buy it. We copy that somebody's moved house or had a new car. Have you have ever had that where family or friends move house or have a new car and suddenly you need to move house or you need a new car? 
because we're copycats. Maybe it's the latest phone out or whatever it is, a new book that people are reading, the new film at the cinema. We've just got to go because they've done it, so we've got to do it. There's something inherent in us as humans where we generally copy each other. We, we do. Yawning. Anyone else? You see someone yawn and oh my word, you've just got to join in, haven't you? It doesn't matter whether you've had 20 hours sleep the night before and you've only just woke up. If someone else yawns, that's it. Everybody is yawning. Joyce Maynard says this, as much as we watch to see what our children do with our lives, they are watching us to see what we do with ours. Now, these children may not be your children, and generally people in the room may not belong to you, and that's absolutely fine. But let me tell you, they are still watching you, and they will still copy you. I know with my girls, they started doing this thing about four or five years ago, and I've probably said this before, and, and they, like, they roll their eyes. And, and then gradually, well, not gradually, because Paul just said it straight out right, I began to realise why they did it, because that's what I do. And then the other day, I heard one of them say something. I thought, I really wish they'd stop saying that. That really annoys me. And then I suddenly realised, oh, I say that. Maybe not with that tone, but yeah, I say that. That's where that's come from. And it's really quite annoying. Because what I want to say to him is, look, just say what I say and, and do what I say, but don't do what I do and don't do what I say because that's bad and that's wrong and my heels caught in my trousers. <laughs> definitely don't want to be doing that, girls. But you know, you've got to consider how you live your life because people are looking and people will copy you. Whether you've invited them to or not, whether you've said, I would like to be your mentor and your guru through life, please copy me. Everybody will watch and people will copy. Whether you've stood at the front and said, let's play follow my leader and everyone follow me or not, there are people who will watch and who will copy. So I want to encourage you this morning, be aware in the response that we've made this morning in saying, yeah, I want to be an example. I want to help. Be aware that people will and are watching you and they will copy how you treat others. They will copy what you do. They will copy if you come to church or not. They will copy you, you in acts of kindness. They will copy you in acts of generosity. Consider what what do I want these children or these people around me to be like? Because if they are not behaving in a certain way that you want them to be, you need to consider what example you are setting for them to copy. So this morning, can I encourage you, whether you come to church or not, whether you're just visiting, consider how you live your life. Consider how you speak because there are those around you who will copy what you do. Philippians 4 verse 9 from the message version of the Bible says this, put into practice what you learned from me 
And this is written from a, an apostle called Paul. He was, he was a disciple of Jesus. And this is what he's telling the church in, Philip, in, in Philippi. And he says, put into practice what you learned from me. What you heard and saw and realized. Do that and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. God gave Paul a message to go and take to the churches at the time and and to let people know that Jesus died on the cross for you and Jesus wants to set you free from your sin and Jesus loves you and no matter what you struggle with or what you face or what you battle, there is a God who wants to set you free and heal you and restore you and say you no longer have to live under that burden, you no longer have to be succumbing to those things but you can be free and you can be loved and you can be accepted because of Jesus Christ and this morning that example that Paul took out to the church in Philippi to say practice these things do it so that other people know he's saying I basically came to you and practice these things and live my life in this way so now I'm asking you go and live your life in the same way so the next thing I want to encourage you to be is be an example Carol B. Hillman says this, I like quotes. One of the most important things we can do for young children is to model the kind of person we would like them to be. I've said it already. If you are looking at a young child, if you're looking at a teenager, if you're looking at your partner, your husband or your wife, if you're looking up at your parents, if you want to model something different, then model what you want the atmosphere to be like in the home. Model what you want to have conversations like. Model those things. Be an example. And it doesn't matter how old or young you are, you can still be an example to those around you. You know, and can I just offer a word of of advice within it? Because even though everything I'm saying, be an example, be these things, encourage other people to live their life like you, there's always that element of risk that we end up actually wanting to be somebody else, that we end up like a carbon copy of somebody else. What we need to do is be an example that equips them to be the best them that they can be, not the best version of you that they can be. So be careful with your example. Be careful that it's encouraging them to be them and not be you. Does that make sense? I just think there's real wisdom in that because it's great to be an example. It's great to encourage your kids and those around you to live their life a certain way. But if we are trying to make carbon copies of ourselves, then something is missing. Be yourself because that variety that then comes from it produces so much more for other people to glean from. Paul and I are quite different You may have noticed while he was bounding around at the front, I'm a little bit more on the reserve side for the most of the part. And the girls get the best of both worlds because of both of us. They don't end up like a really stuffy British person because of me, but they're not a complete loon like Paul. They're somewhere in the middle. And you know, the reason, it, it was so funny, we stood in the worship and Paul was bounding like a gazelle. And Olivia looked at me and she said, Look at Nanny Joan. 
and, and we're very blessed this morning that Paul's mum's in. And she was dancing like a loon over there as well. And I suddenly realised, ah, copycats. But you know, you've just got to be yourself. And in being yourself, it allows other people to think, okay, well, you were like that and you were like that. And you're both great people. So I can just be like this and that's just fine and okay too. And we, we're able to then help the girls. Paul's great with his maths. I'm a bit better at English. So we're able to help them in the different ways that they need because we are different and we try our best, although we're not great at it, to embrace who we are as different people. I love the Nigerian proverb that says this. It takes a whole village to raise a child. It takes all of us because we all bring something different. When we stood this morning, we said, yet as Breathe City Church, yet as family, yet as friends, we're going to stand with you and we're going to help you raise these children. You need us all in all our variety, in all our craziness, in all our awkwardness, because at some point we're there to help and encourage, give that word of wisdom, support and advice to those children and to one another. It takes all of us. And we're in it together. And let's support and encourage these families. Let's support and encourage one another to help raise and grow ourselves. Be an example in how you live, in how you love, in the principles that you put in place in your life, and in the credibility of how you live your life. I said at the beginning, it's the importance of what we say lining up with what we do. And the last thing I want to say to you this morning, like I said, I'm not going to take much of your time, is when we look again at Philippians, it says at the end, and God who makes everything work together will work you into his most excellent of harmonies. It's about us all living in harmony. It's about living and embracing the differences that we bring and realizing when we put them all together, wow, actually, that is quite amazing. This week, we went and watched Olivia in um, her concert at school, and she was playing the trumpet, and there was loads of other kids there playing loads of other instruments, and there was also the school choir there who was singing, and they did some beautiful songs, and they did some songs with some harmonies in, which needed a little bit of work still. And, but it was wonderful, and it was great to see them all having a go and trying the best, which was really nice. But you know, if we all be ourselves, and we all sing in our own way, and we put those harmonies together with the right training and the right experience, then when those harmonies come together, together, when you listen to those choirs who've been trained to the highest level, who've had the experience of years of singing together, and they do these harmonies, and it sounds amazing. And this morning, I want to encourage you, there is a God in heaven who wants to, re- who wants to train and equip you so that the harmony that you bring in life to those around you is an amazing sound. It talks in Philippians and it says, into the most excellent of harmonies. God's calling us to make an excellent sound, to harmonize together so it sounds amazing, so that others will want to join in. 
And this morning, the only way that we can do that is to be who God's called us to be, is to embrace ourselves, and is to say, well, actually, I've heard what Paul said earlier about, about Jesus, and, and I've heard what you're saying, and, and I want to find out about a little bit more about this person who can help and train me, be the best me that I can be. So when I bring my harmony into the room, it works together and sounds fantastic. And you know, peace comes from being whole and integral. When we're whole and integral, when what we say lines up with what we do, a peace comes into our lives. And God brings that peace. God brings that wholeness to our lives when we say, Jesus, I want you to be my example. I remember living for years and years, knowing about God and going to church, but not really fully committing my life and saying, yeah, I want you to train me to bring the best harmony I've got into, into my life, God. And it wasn't until I allowed Jesus to be that true example to me and I laid aside the other things that I was allowing to speak into my life that were making me behave in ways that, that I knew weren't right and, be, and do things that weren't great. It was only when I allowed Jesus in, it brought change and the harmony I then brought to other people's lives no longer made them go, whoa, <laughs> we need some earplugs with this one, but was suddenly became a much more acceptable and beautiful sound. And this morning, I just want to say to you that Jesus loves you, that Jesus wants to be your example so that you can be an example to those around you, so that you can live in harmony not only with yourself and find peace and reassurance in who you are, but you can be a blessing and bring a beautiful sound into the life of others. This morning... I believe as we made that response and we said, yeah, this is what I'm committing to, then it's opened us up to consider and wonder, well, how should I live my life? How should I speak? What should I say? What is going to bring the best for those around me that they can copy and see as an example and allow to equip them to be the best them that they can be, that we can live in harmony together. And you know this morning, I'm not going to say much more because Paul talked earlier as well about Jesus and, and that he loves you and that if you've got questions, come and talk to us. But this morning, I just want to give that opportunity. And if it is that you want to accept Jesus into your life or if it is that you want to say, well, I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm not quite there yet, but I've got some questions. I want to know some more. Then please come to us at the back. We've got some information, some booklets, and we would love to give them to you to take away and read. Or we would love to pray with you and help you start that journey of the ultimate example, the example that I follow, the example that I very often falls short of, but the one who helps me in my daily life to consider how I live so that I can help other people. So if that's you this morning, please come and see us over at the welcome area at the back and we would love to have a chat with you and talk to you. But I'm just going to pray to close now. Father God, I thank you that you sent Jesus, that he was our ultimate example. Father God, I thank you that, that you call us to equip one another to be the best that we can be. And I pray that as, as we as we learn to fully be ourselves, 
as we learn to allow you in more and more that we would find peace and harmony in our lives and with those around us. God, I pray that you would help us. God, I pray again for those families and friends who've come for the dedications this morning. God, I pray that you would bless and encourage them. In Jesus' name, amen.